Hi, everyone. It's a great time for overtime. Hi, everyone. I'm Shaila. And I'm Alex. And welcome to Overtime with the OTs. Yay! <laughs> so today we have guests with us in this episode. So our first guest, your island boy in the city, Japan. Hi, everyone. And okay. for our second guest, we have our pediatric OT and your productivity junkie, Nikki. Hi, everyone. So, how are you guys? What have you been up to lately? Um, living and thriving, I think. That's the best answer to that question. I don't know. <laughs> living our well, best lives amidst the pandemic, probably. That's the best answer to that question. Well, thriving is always a good thing, especially in these difficult times. What about you, Nikki? Well, I'm trying to survive day by day, and it's so crazy. It's been a year, guys. It's been a year. Quarantine has been yes. a year already, and it's, it's so been crazy. A year. Happy quarantine anniversary! Quarantine anniversary. Yeah, let's make that a hashtag. Quarantine anniversary. My my pang quarantine anniversary. Like every episode, bring up. That got dark. So anyway, um, the quarantine, I'm, I'm pretty sure, has changed a lot of our day-to-day routines. And I'm pretty sure our viewers have also had their routines altered because of the quarantine, don't you think? I think so too, yeah. I think it changed everything. I mean, every aspect of our lives in different ways, in every person. Yeah, and I think um, routines play a very important role when it comes to our day-to-day life. And ever since quarantine has started, um, there has been a very severe disruption with regards to our routines. And, you know, we have different contacts for different habits. And because we're stuck at home, we're forced to have every single contact at home. Like, we go to work at home and we go to the gym at home. So basically, it's really hard to integrate everything in just like one single setting. It's so hard. Oh, I hear you there, Nikki. And also, during that time when everyone was just at home, it's it's difficult for people because we humans are naturally, you know, we need to get moving. We need to get things done. And it was yeah. a shocking Definitely. thing for it was a shocking thing for people to be forced to stay at home. And I think because of that, we've all noticed how people have found ways to occupy themselves and distract themselves from the anxiety that comes with such a difficult time, right? Yeah, I feel like I feel like um the artistic side of of everybody suddenly, you know, came out and everybody were everybody was able to think of new ways to do their to do their routine before or you know like unconventional ways to do novel occupations i don't know if that makes sense i just wanted to expound on that like have you guys what examples can you guys give or have seen regarding that 
Well, I have tried so many things ever since the quarantine has started, basically because we have a lot of time. Um, I think I pretty, I actually started a lot. Examples are my, I started working out and as well as um, painting. I think everybody has gone through that. And maybe there has this TikTok trend about like Dalgona coffee. A lot of TikTok <laughs> trends nowadays. You guys, have you become like a TikToker? <laughs> I haven't made I haven't one, but, but I'm gonna make one because of school. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, let's get sucked into it. Yeah, creative presentation man daw. So, ayan, TikTok, diba? <laughs> you, you can be creative without a TikTok account, Alex. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure Trust what me, I'm doing. Don't go there, don't go there. Don't go there? Don't go there, yeah, don't go there. Then, sana lang kung grado, guys. <laughs> Be creative, like as you said earlier. Do things in different, in different ways. Yeah, I I think I the quarantine has really made us uh, quite creative and also, in a sense, quite resourceful as well. Because like yeah. the things that we used to do that we can't do, um, we're trying to go around it and try to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or and try to fill the gap that was left behind, Char. <laughs> I just wanted to piggyback on that idea, like how we did different things. I mean, like we do the same thing, but in a different way. Like, pro- like one example for me would be socializing in, in the like during pandemic. We can't go out, we can't be with our friends physically, but we can be with our friends virtually, right? I think mm-hmm. that's, that's like a concrete example of how people, I mean, how people did the things they used to do, but in a new way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I, people are naturally social beings and we really try to cope as much as possible to just socialize, to have a little bit of human interaction, even just by virtually. Um, I see my friends doing Netflix parties and Zoom meetings, Zoom classes, whatever. Um, I think we really need that inch of social interaction just to to survive this pandemic i mean i social isolation is so common nowadays and it's very it's very important to have that social support when it comes to these times i mean it's so crazy to be alone sure that's and, true and with um social interaction i I think that has been the area of occupation that has been severely affected this pandemic. And I guess um, it's harder now because if we do socially interact face-to-face, I think there are a lot of safety guidelines that we have to adhere to, right? That is true. That is true. Sadly. Sad but Yeah, true. for sure. Like, it's really hard because we are... We crave social interaction as humans, but we also crave touch. We like to hug people and hold hands or even just, you know, get near to people, which we can't do right now. So we're trying to cope, trying to just go around things in a different way, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. I think eating out has been like, minimize so most people these days uh, food delivery is like life shopping has been severely limited as well so um online shopping <laughs> is life <laughs> <laughs> 
I think these are new social norms or new um, norms for people during this quarantine. So I'd like to ask our guests, so what do you think are the factors that could have contributed to this new exploration of activities? Like what are the new demands? Like what are the new needs that have risen out of this? And like what are new routines that you've observed during this quarantine? I, I think for me, to answer the question of, of Alex, why do people, why did people try doing things in a different way because of the pandemic? I think the best answer to that is occupational therapists, you know, using the, an OT lens to it. I think the best answer to that would be as humans, we're all occupational beings. We can't just sit still mm-hmm. and look at the world revolve around us or look at how people evolve without joining them, joining them in doing new things or doing things in a new way. I think that's one common theme that keeps on you know, like occurring to everyone. We need to do something. We need to keep working. We need to keep moving. And when we're stuck at home during the pandemic and we don't have any, a lot of choices, I think we just learn to live with it and thrive despite it, right? Like change routines. Of course, initially, I would say it was hard for everybody. I, I'm, I'm sure it was hard for you guys too, right? Oh, yeah. But I think, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, you know, like working, working, working as an OT, and then suddenly lockdown happens and you're stuck at home for two weeks thinking it would just be two weeks and then suddenly it gets extended for many months and now look at us like after a year. I think initially it would be hard, but as occupational beings, we're able to think of new ideas. Yeah, it's like the need for survival in manifested in their, our daily activities. Yeah. And Lol. I think that's what amazes me about people is because we really try so many different alternatives. Um, I can see businesses trying to shift into a virtual platform just for them to thrive i mean there are a lot of businesses nowadays who are who are closed and they i mean i think the only platforms or the only businesses thriving nowadays are shopee or lazada or like online sellers they are really thriving but how about those like small-time businesses such as like restaurants like as we see in street food or small-time businesses that can't really transition into an online platform. And I think that's really, that's one aspect that we should also consider when it comes to looking at different things. Yeah, so clearly, our daily activities have morphed into something completely different in these unprecedented times. And because of that, I think we've noticed too that people's roles have changed along with our daily activities, right? Plus one. Mm -hmm. Yes, true, true. true. And I guess um, we know that there are a lot of people who have been laid off from their jobs because of the pandemic. So I know most of these people are breadwinners, but because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic, the family needs something for them to survive and go through financial struggles. So it could be they would venture into business or um, any other means for them to survive because, you know, different roles have changed. Like our parents are trying so hard to make money from like, make money amidst the pandemic. It's hard. So what you're saying is that 
people's job descriptions have changed a little bit too during the course of this pandemic, right? Yes, I've seen a lot of shifts when it comes to job descriptions. Um, I saw online that there was this flight attendant who used to make 70,000 pesos a month. And she transitioned to a quick, quick vendor. So that's wow. like really hard. Yeah, we really need so many. I really, I, it amazes me how people are trying to survive this pandemic. I mean, I think we can't see it face to face because we don't know that much like less privileged people. But when you actually look online, it's it's hard for them. Like they're voicing out that it's really hard, like money wise and also health wise. It's really hard. Yeah, it's a test of resilience. What do you think, Japet? Yeah, I, I would agree on that. But I have a different question for you guys. <laughs> I know shifting gears a bit. I know that we are the guests here, but. I, since we're talking about roles, uh, I wanted to personally ask you, Alex and Shaila, what are the new roles that you you had to take in or to take on, I mean, since the pandemic happened? Well, I'm a medical student for the benefit of our new audiences. And before the pandemic, we had face-to-face classes. So most of the time, I spent my day outside the house and I would just go home to sleep. And then the next day, I wake up early and go to school again. Now, um, we're having online classes. So, my role has shifted in a sense we're in. Back then, I would only, like, go home, sleep, <laughs> eat, and then go, go on on my way. But then right now, that, now that I'm home... I am part of the team. Like <laughs> household chores <laughs> have been delegated to me recently. I like, feel uh, you, girl. I feel you in so yeah. many levels. <laughs> yeah, so. Is, is it is it a punishment for you, or is it like a positive reinforcement for you? I know it's just it a new role that I have to. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, would we're all at home, so like it home, would yeah. be it would be unfair to others if we wouldn't do our part here at home, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah. So everybody's like taking on new roles, right? Yes. So. And, oh yeah. And also, it doesn't just happen to me. Even my classmates in medicine, like they too, <laughs> have become <laughs> part of the ha- household team as well. So. It's a new role that we've had to take. They're like, join the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to piggyback on what Alex said, because that is so true. I feel like a lot of people, if not everyone actually, has taken on a more domestic role lately. Like for me, honestly, uh-huh. before the pandemic started, I did not know how to cook. Like I think... Everything I touched, I burned, you know? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was not domestic at all. But now, I have been forced to learn how wow. to cook because, especially during ECQ, there were no, there were not really that many open restaurants. And it was a nice thing to do for the family. I'm living with my family now. It was a nice thing to do to cook for them, even just simple meals like mm-hmm. I don't know, usual home cooking or 
if we felt like celebrating or cooking something nicer, I could also cook that for them too. So yeah, like we've been forced to learn new things and take on new roles because of this situation that we're in now. So you're Shyla the chef. <laughs> Hardly. Shyla the chef. <laughs> Hardly, girl. But... The new occupation and the new role. <laughs> oh, hardly. But let's get there, okay? She can and join MasterChef the next season. <laughs> MasterChef. Yeah. yeah. So I think, like, um, considering, like, all these role changes, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that, you know, with new roles, there are new activities. And with new activities coming into our daily lives, there are new routines. So yeah. what are popular routine changes like among the general public that you've observed? Well, in my observation, I've noticed that a lot of people have ventured into fitness. I'm pretty sure you see a lot of people doing 20-minute YouTube tutorial. I mean, YouTube exercises. And it's just like, I think it's a positive outcome when it comes to the pandemic, even if it's the pandemic, but there's this positive Positive, yeah, positive outcome when it comes to working out and doing fitness. And everybody has been working into their healthy habits. And I think that's a very relevant and very important. Now's the perfect time to strengthen (laughs) and boost our immune system. And yeah, I think that's also one thing that I saw that was positive when it comes to the changes of routines. And there have there are a lot of hobbies that people ventured in as well. People were into hiking or painting, different hobbies. I mean, we have so much time, and there's no excuse to do like some something else when you have this much time. And yeah, I think that's really amazing as well. I know it's actually really nice because it's a really healthy way of coping with the stress and the anxiety that comes with the times. I agree. Like, I mean, lucky for people who have mature, quote-unquote, coping strategies already. And then for others, probably they had to they had to think and rethink, assess and reassess their coping strategies if they're helpful or not. Yeah, but while Nikki focused on the, like, the positive aspect of it, I don't want to focus on the negative aspect of it, but maybe, like, mention at least just so we could see, like, both sides. And like how mm-hmm. it's always nice to like see things in different perspectives, right? I think one routine change that I've seen is like incorporating masks and alcohol every time we go out of our houses. Oh, yeah. For example, setting your schedule. Like I have to be at the mall by 11.30 before, like pre-pandemic, 11.30 is a good time to be there. But now like you have to be there at least 30 minutes earlier than you should be because you know, like you have to do all the contact tracing forms or, you know, like you have to do all these other protocols that every establishment you're visiting to would have for you, right? I mean, I could relate to that because I have, like, my bags have become bigger to accommodate, like, more, like, yeah. sanitizing. More alcohol, sanitizers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <more> sanitizers, <laughs> alcohol. I even wipes. have wet, yeah, wet wipes. I have, like, uh, a bunch of stuff. I even, yeah. like, carry around my uh, my own straw, my own utensils at times uh-huh. because good idea 
yeah because i need to make sure that i would i would minimize the contact i have with mm-hmm. others Alex, you know, if you think that's a lot, actually, in my car, you'll find different sizes of alcohol from small to large. What? From different types, like, like, is it like the mist type or is it like just the usual alcohol or sanitizer? Oh my God, I'm like not the only one. Small Lysol with me. Like, if before I sit down on like, the bench or in restaurants, I make sure to like spray first every time you go out of the house. There's definitely a big change when it comes to hygiene. <laughs> And it's totally understandable because COVID-19 is a real thing. And you could really like acquire it if you aren't careful with your safety procedures. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And it's interesting that that was brought up because it's nice that we are exploring new things to do. But mm-hmm. we also have to acknowledge that there are things that we've had to do with the most mundane activities that we used to do before the pandemic that are new now. Like, let's say, right now, whoever heard of sanitizing groceries before the pandemic, right? Exactly. True. Mm-hmm. And personally, here in my family, every time we go out for groceries or buy groceries, the minute we get home, we have a little sanitizing station in the kitchen And we put the dirty groceries on this side. And then we wipe all that down with tissue and alcohol. And then we, the clean groceries go on the other side. So that's something that never happened. And if you had told me, uh, let's say in 2019, that I would be doing that in 2020, I would never have believed you. Yeah. yeah. Look at you. Look at you. You're able to do it well. <laughs> This whole I, year was really a roller coaster ride. I mean, if it were ha- to happen in 2019, people would actually think that you're a germaphobe or like, well, you're a creep. Why would you sanitize your groceries? <laughs> I mean, people would think that. <laughs> But now yeah, people will criticize all... you if you don't actually clean your groceries when you get home. I know. So it's uh, interesting how these changes have come about during the pandemic. And it's really interesting to see how, despite all the stress that we've undergone, people are really thriving still, finding ways to continue living when it feels like life has stopped. True. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it just goes to show how important thriving and continuing to survive is, despite the stress that comes with the times. Mm -hmm. And with that, we'd like to thank our guests for coming here. Like, I know these people have their work, <laughs> their jobs, their family roles, but they really took out the time to come here. So, um, Nikki Chapet, do you have anything to plug, like your social media or anything? If you guys want to follow me, uh, <laughs> if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Nikki A, N-I-K-K-Y-E-Y. And, you know, that's it. I don't have any other <laughs> things to plug. Well, for me, I have nothing to plug. Just live and learn, everyone, and continue to thrive despite everything. You're doing good. Yeah. That was an encouraging statement coming from Jeff. <laughs> I hope it was. I hope it was. <laughs> it really is. And we all need that during this time, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for inviting, actually. Thank you. If you guys enjoyed our podcast and especially this episode and are excited for more, 
We encourage you to listen to our podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, and Radio Public. Yeah, or anywhere where you can listen podcast on. <laughs> go guys, go guys, please listen. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for listening. This has been Shyla. And this has been Alex. And thank you for tuning in to Overtime with the OTs. Bye.